A dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. <laughs> There's probably a, a balance between, I believe you have to know Christ, but I think no, He is. And someone knows this for sure. All of mankind is going to end up somewhere in heaven. My mission really is to just help people of faith, especially, to re-examine this issue, to realize the church has got things wrong in the past. For those who are God by faith in His Son. Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 317. That's the whole victory in the name which is above every name. No exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme. Right now, bones, ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name. Get out here right now. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Master's Dog episode 95. I'm your host, Norm, the Master's Dog Dunham, aka the Evangelical Norm. So the Master's Dog is a podcast I do dealing with uh, all kinds of false teachers. Usually a lot of stuff with Mormonism is the main, uh, the the bulk of what I do on this podcast is dealing with Mormonism, responding to the Saints Unscripted Faith and Beliefs uh, segment of their podcast, which is how this podcast got started. But anytime any other false teachers pop up on the radar, go viral, uh, become uh, something that at least hits my radar in some way, shape or form, then I I like to respond to them. And that's what I'm going to do today. Um, I've talked about this guy in the past. It was like 2018 when I was first introduced to Brandon Robinson, Robertson, uh, talking about, I don't even remember what, something about gay and, you know, that whole thing when he was, I don't know if he was coming out at that time or what, but, uh, I responded to a, a Facebook live or something that he had done 
And then he also uh, made my one of my false teachers of the week, uh, episode number nine. So if you want to go back and, and check that one out, it was about five months ago. Uh, but you can, if you just search for Brandon Robertson on my on my YouTube channel, you'll find the two videos that I've done about him in the past. But so uh, TikTok that he did just came out, um, and it's it's basically gone viral. And given the the political atmosphere and stuff like that, it makes sense that this thing went viral the way that it did because of um, the shocking. Uh, uh, title and and content of this this tiktok and it's it's ridiculous now this is a man who calls himself reverend uh, the one of the funniest comments i saw was uh if i have to see this this dude that that looks like Gollum and he kind of does uh <laughs> um one more time i i don't remember but it was again it just kind of a funny comparison and uh but one thing that I have noticed, and, and this is just my own uh, kind of observation. Again, I don't follow Brent, basically because he's blocked me on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, I think I still follow him with one of my accounts on Twitter, um, you know, because everybody's got a burner account, right? I do, and I keep a couple accounts just in case I get blocked on one. I can still troll with another and ultimately, the, the third account is called Grumpy the Troll. So, he is my troll account. Um, so, yeah, but he's basically blocked me. I don't really follow him. I'm not seeking out the things that he does. Just when he manages to get viral, I'll, I'll respond. So, um, but he, he does seem to look uh, like he's, he's not well. This is this is just the the first observation, and he hasn't he he's always been very gaunt and very skinny and um, looks like he needs to eat a sandwich. Uh, but um, I, I the reason why I point this out usually I don't uh, make comments about people's physical appearance and so on, but it really does look. And I don't know if he's got any kind of history of ailments or anything like that. But I'm wondering, my question is, and I actually made a, I, I think I posted something on Twitter recently. Um, I think it was a response to somebody. I think it was a response to the guy that called it, said he looked like Gollum. And I, I said, that dude needs to stop taking communion. So I don't know if the church that Brandon pastors administers the sacrament of communion. Uh, but the reality is, is, the word of God, the Bible tells us that if we take communion unworthily, we are taking on, we are eating and drinking damnation onto our, ourselves. Um, and he says, some of you are sick and some have even died. And I, I don't think that is a, uh, a, a warning without merit. Um, I've made the comment when Rachel Held Evans unexpectedly died, that it I think it was likely because she continued to take communion as an, as an unbeliever, as a, actually an enemy of the cross, continued to take communion to the point, I, I, I feel the same thing about Vicki Beeching. I know that she has some kind of a, uh, autoimmune disease or, or some kind of a, um, a, a physical ailment that came on not long after she came out of the closet and 
stop taking communion. That's a, that's my first warning. Uh, and when you hear this video that I'm going to respond to from Brendan uh, Robertson, you'll understand why I make that statement. I, again, I don't know if he takes communion or not, but if he does, he needs to stop because he is he is taking communion unworthily. And you'll see why in a minute. So I'm going to start this video and I'm going to let it play and then we're going to talk about it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to start and stop or anything like that, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. But here is Brendan Robinson, uh, Brandon, Brandan. I, I, the way he spells his name is weird. Um, talking about, is Jesus a racist? Did you know that there's a part of the Gospel of Mark where Jesus uses a racial slur? In Mark chapter 7, there's the account of the Seraphonician woman, a woman who is Syrian and Greek, both of which there were strong biases against within the Jewish community. And she comes to ask Jesus to heal her daughter who's possessed by a demon. And what is Jesus's response? He says, it's not good for me to give the children's food, meaning the children of Israel's food, to dogs. He so, okay. This verse, I mean, this is just ripped out of context. And... This is why the name of this podcast is called The Master's Dog. Because when God's truth is attacked, even a dog barks loud. This stuff makes me angry. That somebody would come up and twist the words of Christ into this garbage that Brandon has made it into. This blasphemous pile of, of scubalon that Brandon is, is turning this into, no, Jesus is not making a racist statement. I mean, anybody who, who looks at and knows anything about the, the Gospels and Jesus and anything knows that as he's doing this, this is a test. This is a test to see what this woman is going to respond to. Just like with the woman at the well, the Samaritan woman at the well, when Jesus went there in the middle of the day, knowing that this woman was going to come out, avoiding all of her neighbors, and he, he, he speaks to her, wondering, what is, how is she going to respond when I speak to her? The woman with the issue of blood who touches Jesus' garment, and Jesus turns and says, who, who's touched me? And, and again, he, when he makes the comment to her, I've not seen uh, faith so strong in all of Israel. You know, your faith has made you well. Go, daughter, your faith has made you well. And th it's the same thing with this woman. Jesus is not making a racist statement. He is, he is using the, the, what is, as, as Brandon points out, the accuracy that there is a, a racial bias. But Jesus, we know that Jesus is not racist. Racism is a sin, and Jesus is God and incapable of sin. Right? And, and Brandon's going to get to the end of this and go, well, he's human. Well, yes, Jesus is human, but Jesus is also God. So Jesus is without sin. Jesus never sinned. He didn't have to repent, which is another blasphemy that, that Brandon spits out of his maw just this to 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 claim to be a follower of Christ and then to blaspheme the man that way Brendan does 
I mean, just stop calling yourself a Christian. Just come all the way out of the closet and say you hate Christ as much as you hate everything else. Because you're, you're not talking like one who loves the man who went to the cross to pay the penalty for your sin. By the way, if Jesus had any sin that he needed to repent of, the sacrifice would be no good. This is why he is the, the physical uh, image of God. The, the, I can't think of the word that I'm trying to look for. I'm so we're, we're 12 minutes in and I'm this angry. The physical representation of God, right? And the fullness of deity dwelt within him, right? Jesus is God. Jesus does not sin. Jesus does not use a racial slur. He, I mean, he uses the term dog. I don't, I don't know anywhere else where that, I mean, maybe, okay, just back up. He's not using it in a racial sense. Again, this is, this is the test of the woman's faith. This is the test to see how is this woman going to respond? Although Jesus, he's God. He knows how she's going to respond. Which she responds in not speaking truth to power, as, as Brandon points out, says here in a minute. Now let him continue on. Uh, I just, ugh. I mean, we get to this point, and of course you've got it up on the screen. Jesus a racist? No, Brandon, No. You're a moron, but no, Jesus is not a racist. Calls her a dog. What's amazing about this account is that the woman doesn't back down. She speaks truth to power. She confronts Jesus and says, well, you can think that about me, but even dogs deserve the crumbs from the table. She's showing her faith. She's reaching out to the one that she knows is Lord. She knows, she, she understands that this is the Messiah before her. She understands that what he is capable of to do for her daughter. I mean, if, if, if he was just another racist Jewish man, would she even be there? Right? Would she be there? I mean, Jesus is not some grand, powerful Pharisee at this point. It's not like she's speaking truth to power. He's a traveling minister at this point in his ministry. He's just traveling around, preaching the gospel. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. By the way, Brandon, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. And so she's, she's showing her faith. She's saying, I know that you have compassion and I, I, I firmly believe that you are going to do this. So she makes this statement. She doesn't say, you can think that about me. I think she's pointing out the fact that she doesn't really think he thinks that about her, but she's going along with where the, he is and what he just said, throwing out the cultural narrative. And she says, even the dogs glean from their master's table, basically. The crumbs that fall off of the master's table, even the dogs are blessed with. One, she's probably acknowledging her own sinfulness, which all should do. I mean, even Peter, when Peter is, and when Jesus, you know, when they set out to catch the fish and they pull in the catch of fish, what does Peter, Peter say to him? Away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. We see person after person uh, who is in, who interact with Jesus, who 
make the understanding of their sin. And this woman is understanding that we are all wretches. We are all dogs. In comparison with the holiness of Christ, every single one of us is a dog. But we glean from the master's table, right? So this is, this is not a racist encounter. This is not Jesus repenting, as, as Brandon says. This is Jesus testing the faith of this woman who is coming to him and she, she passes. And she says, I know that you are the master. You are the Lord. You are the Savior Messiah. And I will take whatever I can get, even if it's crumbs from your table, because I'm not worthy. But I am here in need for my daughter and I'm going to do what needs to be done. And Jesus honors that. It's not that he repented. He recognized her faith. And he honored that. And he, he, he delivered her daughter from the demon. Her boldness and bravery to speak truth to power actually changes Jesus' mind. Jesus repents of his racism and extends healing to this woman's daughter. I love this story because it's a reminder that Jesus is human. He had prejudices and bias, and when confronted with it, he was willing to do his work. And this woman was... Jesus did not have prejudices and bias. Jesus is God. Jesus is without sin. Jesus did not repent of his racism because he had none. I am, I'm, I'm literally flabbergasted at the stupidity of all of these statements that are coming out of your face. Brandon Robertson, repent. Because you have, have spewed 60, 57 seconds at this point of outright blasphemy. You are blaspheming the Lord of Lord and Kings of King and King of Kings. And again, this is what we talked about on the Reformed Dads podcast just this last week. You have lost the fear of the Lord. You, you've, you've fashioned for yourself a hippie Jesus that has no judgment for you, Brandon Robertson. But the Jesus that, it will, will, that we see in Revelation 19, that is going to come back with a robe dipped in the blood of his enemies. I'm telling you right now, Brandon, unless you repent, your blood will be part of that robe. Because right now you have made yourself an enemy of Christ. And you need to repent. You need to have, you know, Jesus said, don't fear those who can just kill the body, but fear the one who can cast body and soul into hell. Do you not have any fear of Christ within you? No, because you fashion for yourself your own Christ who is nothing but human. No deity whatsoever, no divine nature. You have created a Jesus that has no judgment, that has no wrath, that is, is, is pointless and meaningless. He's as much of a... What's the word I'm looking for? A... He, he is... He's a nothing... You've created for yourself a God who does not 
will not judge your sin. And now, and you continue to twist him into something that Jesus is not. You continue to, to take and, and, and twist the, the, the nature and character of Christ into, into something that is, is far less recognizable than what the Romans did to his physical visage when they, when they flogged him and beat him and put him on the cross. I mean, the, the Bible basically says that you couldn't even recognize him as human. And the Jesus that you are fabricating for yourself and for the people that follow you is unrecognizable to those who, who profess to know and love him. Your idol that you have created and you are presenting to the people that follow you, you claim to be a pastor or a reverend. And you are leading people down a road to hell, Brandon Robertson. You are leading people on a path to hell and you will stand. I'm telling you right now, unless you repent, you are going to have to stand by as all these people that you have given this false Christ to stand before Jesus on that day and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things that Brandon Robinson told us we could do in your name? And then he's going to look at them and say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you before he takes you and them and casts into the lake of fire in Hades. Be fearful, Brandon Robertson, because you are blaspheming the name of the Lord. You are creating a false Christ for your people to follow. You're leading them down a path to hell, and you need to repent and put your faith in your trust in the real Jesus Christ who was without sin, who never had a racist thought ever because he is God. And he so loved the world, right? He is God. He is without sin. He is the second person of the triune God. The Son, the physical representation, Emmanuel, God with us, who lived a perfect life without sin so that he could go to the cross and pay the penalty for our sin. But you don't believe in penalty for sin, do you, Brandon? You don't believe that sin needs to be punished. You don't believe in judgment whatsoever or justice whatsoever. People can just do whatever they want and apparently they, they get to, everyone gets to go to heaven. Something like that. I don't know. All I know is you have fabricated a false Christ. You are blaspheming the name of my Lord and Savior, which makes me very angry. And you need to be very concerned for your soul. You need to be very concerned for where you will end up because you have created for yourself an idol that fits your own emotional whatever needs and, and so on. But it is not Christ. It is not the God of that the Bible has revealed to us. And the Christ that you have fabricated cannot offer salvation to anybody. What racist can offer salvation to anybody? Who, 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 who needs to repent can offer salvation to anybody? You might as well just step up and say, I hate Jesus. 
I hate the Jesus of the Bible enough that I have fabricated this false Christ to follow after and lead these other people after. And it's a scary concept, Brandon. And I'm calling you to repent and to put your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ. Turn away from this wickedness, ridiculousness that you are, are posting on TikTok and wherever else. Turn to the true Christ of the Bible. Repent of your sin. Trust in his sacrificial work and be saved. Or continue on the path that you have with no fear of God before your eyes. And see where you end up. It's a, a real obvious situation of laugh now, cry later. And that warning that Jesus gives, that there will be those who come to me in that day and say, Lord, Lord, did we not do these things in your name? And I will say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. The Jesus that you are proclaiming, Brandon, is false. Which means that the Jesus of the Bible does not know you. And will not save you. Unless you turn from this sin and others, repent, put your trust in him. And then you can be saved. But you have to turn to the true Christ of the Bible. And stop with the, the blasphemous idols that you've created. So there you go. I mean, I'm honestly, I, I spent that entire time talking to somebody who's probably has, has no, will never see this. But I hope you understood what it was and why this is necessary. There is a reason why a dog barks when his master is attacked. And there's a reason why John Calvin, when he made that statement, recognized that I would be a coward if God's truth was attacked and yet I would remain silent. How can we see stuff like this that this man puts out talking about the, the, the God who, who died for our sin? The Messiah, the Lord who, who lived the perfect life and endured the sinner's death so that we can be forgiven. How can we see this, this again, <laughs> this garbage, this awful, this... Uh, Scubalon that this man portrays and puts out there and not say anything. I mean, I waited two days before I did this video, before I said something, and it's been eating at me to just get here, turn this camera on, and, and say something. Because I'm not a coward, and I love my Savior. And I cannot stand by while people like Brendan Robertson attack the truth that is in the Bible and twist it into some kind of garbage like that. So I hope you found this helpful, or at least somewhat entertaining. Um, and as always, 
preach the gospel at all times. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like buttons. Hit the notifications. Let the algorithms know that, that, that we can, you know, be pushed out to other people so other people can find us. Um, join us over on Gab. Subscribe on Gab TV. Do all those things. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. And until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.